na 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 Welcome to Beer and Other Shit Cunts. Yeah. Episode two. Already. Too deep. I like it. Two digits. Too deep. I like it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Podcast of Palooza. Good Friday. That's how it's done. You know I'm Scotty. My name is C. Hope you cunts are good. Are you ready for some beer? Yeah, let's start it off like let's we do it. always do. Yeah. Crack a brew. We gotta get the theme song first. First, first. We like the theme song, mate. I'm just getting excited about drinking beer. I understand. Man. I understand. I, I, understand. Okay. I think we need okay. to play the theme song. Let's just pause okay. for a moment. All right. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Y'all are brewheads. Yeah, we brewheads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Y'all are brewheads. Yeah, we brewheads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. Okay, that's long enough. Okay. Theme song's done. It's beautiful. So how are you? You good? Fantastic. Chill. I kind of know how you are. I just thought I'd ask anyway. I love the city, Montreal. It's a pleasure to be here. It's been a while, eh? Yeah. I I try to make it a few times a year, but... uh, I think it's been since, uh, like, last... Well, around the uh, around summer? yeah no I think it was spring because last time we Shit. went to the uh, the Jays game at the Olympic we Stadium did. right so and they're playing this weekend as well was it Easter last weekend I don't think it was Easter last weekend but around the same time wasn't it remember on Facebook how that shit comes up it said that one year ago today and we had yes, that yes, photo yes 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 that March was 29th. pardon March twenty March ninth so it, it, it around the same time yeah like within a week Jesus Christ yeah time That's, flies that is crazy yeah. Well, I mean, we've, at the same token, like we've been in Toronto. Yeah, you've been every in Toronto a lot, stuff, which has so been great. It's kind of balanced it out. Yeah. We've been able to brew and uh, check out some some brew pubs and such, which yeah, we have man. to do more of, goddammit. Yes. And we will do some Montreal ones this weekend. So maybe uh, yes. tomorrow we'll be able, if we hit one tonight, if we have time. Um, oh, got the cannons. <laughs> yeah, we should be able to check some more. I want to hit up some more yeah. brew pubs. I'm excited. What? You said you had some lined up for me. so Yes, 100% tomorrow night. I know we've got some other plans tonight to do a couple of things. Uh, I know you cunts don't give a fuck what we're doing tonight, but I'm saying we hopefully we'll hit some brew hubs. I do want to show you uh, Benelux and St. Buck, if nothing else. I think they're the best two. Tiff, would you agree? Yes. Yep. Uh, you've been to Judy Ciel. And, yes, love um, Judy Ciel. There is other ones, of course. Uh, Brouhaha will be good. It's a little bit of a trek. You do have the whip, so maybe we could even pop in on the way back from the studio tomorrow. Done. Bam. Shouts to Dan of Brouhaha. Sick cunt, sick brew pub. Now I think it's time for a drink. Mm-hmm. So oh, Sponsors? You want to do sponsors oh, shit. first? Come on. See? This is why there's Come two on. of us. This is why there's two of us. All right. As usual... The wonderful Beer and Other Shit podcast is brought to you by the big homie Phil Hinson at the lovely company called Brewheads. It is a uh, craft beer merchandise company based out of Phoenix, Arizona. Um, They make awesome shit, beanies, caps, fucking hoodies, sweatshirts, hop, uh, leggings, you know, coasters, stickers, all sorts of crazy shit. Things for the ladies, things for the guys. For everybody. And uh, they celebrate the art of craft beer. They're not affiliated with any breweries or anything like that. So if you want to rep craft beer without repping a specific brewery, brewheads are the, uh, uh, you know, what you need to be rocking. They are extremely high quality. I co-signed them before I was working with them. Um, Everything he does is on point. So if you head over to thebrewheads.com, uh, you can uh, make your little order, including the the little collab that Phil and I did, which is a, a glass and a snapback. You can get them separately. I happen to have two glasses and two snapbacks myself. You do. They are fresh to death, if I do fresh say so myself. Fresh to death. <laughs> 
Uh, I um, he did really well with those those hats yeah. though. They're custom oh, made I love in the USA. That all shit. the time, man. That shit, right? Yeah, they're really beautiful, nice. man. Yeah. I like because he went out of the way. They were made in pieces. Like he sent the brim to like California to get like made up and stitched on the top and the bottom, and sent back to Phoenix to get yeah, put together. And uh, you want to be a real brew head, you got to have uh, pictures of hops on the under of your <laughs> brim of your hat. That's, that's that's how you know what's real. That is real. That's how you know what's real. So if you go there, and you want to cop that hat. Uh, among other shit, you can go to. Um, the uh, you, you, when you're checking out, there's a promo code. That's what I was looking for. Is B A O S for beer and other shit. B A O S. Put that promo code in. That will let Phil know that uh, you've heard the podcast and you're coming through, and you'll also get 10 percent off your order, which is a bargain. However you look at it. Word to Phil. Thanks, Word Uncle Phil. Phil. Thanks, Phil. And our second sponsor is our good homies at Original Gentlemen, plural gentlemen.ca. OG. OG. Uh, they do all things beard. They, if you've got a fucking furry face, mate, these are who you need to speak to. You know what I'm saying? This is for the fur faces. I like this little uh, logo they have there. That's it pretty is cool. cool eh? man. Yeah. It kind of looks like the boys. We're actually going to interview really? them tomorrow. Oh, that's yeah. Wicked, yeah. They kind of like uh, you know big Italian blokes with uh, luscious beards and mm. uh, you know sexy men. They they yeah. uh, they have wicked beard oil shampoos. Yeah. Uh, these cool ass combs. To anything you need to keep your beard fresh, and they're expanding. They're trying to get. Uh, they told me other stuff. They'll tell us more about it when cool. we have them on. So uh, you can head over to originalgentleman.ca, and when you check out, the promo code is beer. Same deal, ten percent off. How can you go wrong? Can you tell me? You can't. Y- you can't. You can't. No. You can't. Um, one winning. Thing. Just Actually, winning all around. Just, yeah. All you do. All we help you cunts do is win. That's all we do. So I remember for, for Christmas, you got me the, I know we're just talking about it. And yeah. it's, I was going to suggest to these boys to see if they could get something like this, but it was a, like a hop scented. Hop infused, infused beard oil. And I use it every fucking day. My beard smells like Cascade hops. It's fucking, I feel like I'm a walking beer. Your, your face smells like beer. How could you go wrong? That's, Some, that's the only way to start off a day. Oh, much. and don't forget that the lip balm. The lip balm, yeah, yes, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. citra hops, actually. Cit- citra hops and the, the, uh, the beard oil is Cascade. Yep, it's yeah. gorgeous. Honestly, yeah. it's fantastic. So, you know, if you're going to put... If you're not drinking beer, as long, at least you smell like, smell one, like right? a, You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Monday to Friday, we keep that shit chill. You know what I'm right. saying? We're trying to be alcoholics that's out this do. bitch. That's Fuck. how we do. Fuck. And the last two sponsors, uh, these are my companies that I, I co-own with uh, my girlfriend Tiffany and my brother Notion, which is the Movement Fam. It's an independent record label. We started in Australia. Now we're based out of uh, Canada. Uh, we do soulful, sort of hip-hop, um, you know, along that early Kanye West kind of vibe, you know, just raw shit. So, uh, you know, we've been touring a lot. We've got a bunch of projects coming up. My brother Notion's debut album, Heart on My Sleeve Music, is coming out uh, in the next in a few months, hopefully sick. this summer. Which I'm excited about. That's sick. Got some good features for that one. We're about to sign a nice artist out of Montreal who's sort of a legend out here. So I'm excited about that. And uh, so you can check it out. Check us out at themovementfam.com. There's no real promo code, but just check all this shit. At, uh, it's got all the links. You can get some free music. And if you like it, cop that-ish. TMF, bitch. TMF. And the last thing is, of course, High Season, which is uh, Tiffany and myself own this company. It's sort of social media, uh, branding, PR, artist management, stuff like that. So if you need help with social media, we can help you grow organically, get the right followers that, uh, you know, if you want to check any of our stuff, like at The Movement Fam, at High Season Co, at Star Lexus, I'm at C4, C-W-E-F-O-R. Are you still on Twitter? Uh, We're going to have to fix I, this. Yeah, I haven't been up on it. But, What's your uh, Instagram at least? My Instagram is uh, at Scotty underscore A underscore C. Okay, so check you out on that. I'm C4 as well, C-W-E-F-O-R, C- Tiffany Star Lexus. So check us all that. You can see the kind of shit that we do for growth. As far as that, which we need to talk to you about, actually. Absolutely. Get your shit going. But yep. uh, holler at us and let us know you heard it on the podcast and we will hook you up. Cool. Craig, Sponsors. now can we do beer? Now can we do beer? Oh, yes, God. Okay, we can have perfect. a beer. So, 
This is another wonderful Quebecois brewski that uh, I figured... Um, this is my favorite Quebecois IPA, hands down. Uh, oh, I get to do the honors this time? You can do the honors Uh-oh. this time. Uh-oh, shit's about to get real. So it is called... Uh, Microbrasserie Le Castor, uh, <laughs> Yakima IPA. Yes. So it's called Le Castor. Yakima IPA is the is the jammy. It's a motherfucking 6.5% IPA. Beautiful. It's organic for the I like that. vegan. I like that. It's actually really, yeah. really cool. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh it's like God, the baby yes. Jesus arrived in his spaceship. It's and so just, delicious already. Oh, my God. Does it smell good? Jeez, uh, smell that. Let me smell it. We're just honestly, smelling it out of the bottle. It's not even in the glass Not even yet. in the glass yet. This is honestly my favorite fucking beer, oh, man. Like, yeah, that's really nice. Uh, dude, fuck. I <laughs> just, just pour it. Just, just stop talking. Just stop yeah. it. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is actually a little, uh, is it cloudy too, a little bit? Yeah, a little, yeah. slightly. Yeah, it is actually. Look, this is actually very similar to the other one. As far as the cloudiness, yeah. yeah. A little bit of a head. That's sweet Tiffany's. I'm Tiffany. Top, I'll just do small pause for now so we can top up later. Can we top you off? Oh, it was a little bit more. That's fine. Wow, that's oh, nice. wow. isn't that sexy? Dude, that reminds me of we what made uh, a Galaxy Hop IPA one time. That is a similar we scent did. to that. Yeah, maybe they use Galaxy. I wonder if it says. Well, isn't it Yakima? Is that the hop varietal? I have no idea. I don't man. know. Uh, it says it's a West Coast hop uh, grown east of the Cascade Mountains. Multiple okay. varieties are used. Oh, uh, Okay, so I would not be surprised I be if they use Galaxy. Either. Yeah, uh, I reckon there's a bit of Citra in this as well. Yeah, um, it's definitely like Cascade, a little more I think, too. Cascade. Yeah, it's um. Let's take a sip, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it's so good, man. This is like... That's phenomenal. Yeah, isn't it beautiful? It's like my, my third, maybe fourth time having it. Um, every time I've sent it, I had a homie, Ryan, out in um, fucking halfway between Edmonton and Calgary, and we did a beer trade one time, and this is, he goes like, pick your best two IPAs, and he did the same. And I sent him this and the uh, Pit Caribou one. Um, are there other Lacasters? Oh yeah, there is, yeah, which okay. I will show you when we go to depth. Yeah, I've had a got, few of them, I think. You, I think I gave you, maybe yes. gave you a couple. There's a stout, which is good. There's a um, a blonde. There's They've got like a, a bourbon ale, um, some other crazy shit. I just saw like some sort of barley wine. I really don't like barley wines too much, so I didn't really fuck with that. This has a really um, nice, it's very smooth on the palate. Like it's uh, like mm. a... You know, it's not those those sharp bubbles. It's really smooth, like like a, almost like a cream ale that, with the, the consistency. Yeah. But then it hits you with that nice hoppy bitterness and the uh, the pininess and the fruitiness, which is really nice. Very much pine is a good is a very good uh, word for that. It's a, I feel like the whole my whole mouth is like is feeling the bitterness and yeah, the it's really dry in the finish. Very dry. Yeah. Um, but still fruity. Like the nose is just phenomenal. Like there's just so much so much hop on on the nose and the the um, yeah. What's it called? The head was uh, is a little bit minimal. I guess it was decent at the, at first. Sort of dissipated pretty quickly. It's a little bit soapy. Yeah, it is soapy for sure. Um, I don't mind that in an IPA though. That's kind of nah. Like, you don't need like a crazy yeah. crazy thick head. Tiff, you love it. Love it. Loves mm. it. Um, I just find that yeah. If anyone ever wants a Quebecois IPA, someone comes from out of town. Every single time, this is the go-to uh, IPA. I always absolutely yeah. suggest this over anything else. Yes. I mean, I wouldn't it's, say it's super sessionable. I wouldn't crush these all night like 6. long. 6.5. And right. it's 75 IBU, which is relatively strong. For it's a, very bitter, uh, actually. Yeah. like, uh, But, you know, nice nice bitterness. Mm. Mm. Yeah. The creaminess, actually, it's a really good point, Paul. It's like it's a... It's, it's very... Um, like, I feel like that adds a lot to the to the experience it's of it. Because you don't get too many... It, right? There's that, very much so. There's actually one which we had when we did the Brewheads uh, video launch last year at the St. Amboise Brewery. They have a, only, a one that's only available at the brewery, and it's an India cream ale. So they oh, got sweet. their IPA basically just nitroed. 
That's awesome. And it was I'd love to try sick. that. Yeah. I only ever had like a, uh, excuse me, a taster of it. Because when we went, when we, no, I didn't have it at the launch. I had it when we shot the video. I just had a taster because we've been fucking drinking not constantly. I was just doing right. too much. And when we went to the launch, I was excited to drink and they didn't have it. I was really mad. But like it, it kind of has that uh, is reminiscent of that. Well, for the bit. longest time, your favorite beer was a cream ale, right? Wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Saint, when we first started the three sixty five, you were crazy about loved uh, it. Saint Ambroise cream ale. That's still you don't my like go to anymore. But it's, it's no, it. no, yeah. I, I do. Every yeah. single someone asked me the other day, they go, "What's yeah. your favorite beer?" And I'm like, "You can't. I don't have. I can't answer that question." Yeah. But if I'm in Montreal and I'm at a pub and I'm sort of like, if I don't have anything new that I haven't tried, I will always see if they have the cream out and I find that it's around more and more and more because it's a, it's a nice, sessionable, it's still a little bit bitter, it's a flavorful lager style with that cream, uh, the creamy nitro right. thing, which is kind of like a... Worlds, really, best right? of, yeah. It's like one of the, like a, if I don't really feel like a stout, like a, whatever they, whatever the stout is, uh, what do they have? No, they don't have a nitro stout. Or do they? Anyway, you know, most stouts are nitro. That's yes. kind of what it's for. Right. The, I the like creamer the creamer tap on it. Exactly. And, yeah. I guess Guinness is, right? That's kind of my main thing I like about Guinness. The creamer tap on Guinness, yeah. So when you pour it on tap, it has that nice, uh, you know, smooth head on top pause. So Exactly. And that's really nice to, to sort of have that. Yeah. Um, if, you know, if we end up out tonight and they got nothing new and they got that shit, I'll fucking smash that for sure. It's a beauty. So while we're drinking this beer, yeah, let's talk about some beers. Well, what do you want to talk about today? Today, I want to talk about... Trends that are coming up for spring. Well, it's a nice day today. The first nice day in a long time. Yeah. It was what, 14? 14, I believe, in Montreal. For at least a few hours. So yeah, like who knows, right? We're inside doing podcasts anyway, so it doesn't <laughs> matter. Well, I mean, we'll jump out eventually. Yeah. This is, uh, you know, this is this is part of the fun. But, okay, um, so, so spring beer trends. Spring beer trends. So we, we found a nice little article that kind of like summarized. And, you know, a lot of the articles with trends are kind of bullshit usually. They don't really like indicate things that are that cool but this article is like there's seven different things that really we, diverse uh yeah, man. things in the beer world very much so yeah, and cool. I, I found we found this to be like super cool and, and like there's a lot of like cool shit that are definitely worth conversating and if you're into beer in any shape or form like you'll appreciate this it's not just about like you don't have to be a beer nerd there's just some cool things both in the beer side of it and in like the packaging and, and stuff like that so the uh the first one yeah check out the first one so the first one it, it says wastewater beer. Okay, I heard about this actually. Yeah, yeah this was in the media, I think, for a little bit. Uh... So, well, the basic deal. So, it's like New Belgium is what it's, uh, which are in Colorado, I believe. They make fat tire, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, they're using bacteria to clean its wastewater and then use methane gas byproduct to generate electricity. Which is interesting. Which is extremely interesting. So, it's very sustainable, eco kind of centric thing. So, they're using. Like actual wastewater. Now, I'm assuming wastewater is like sewage water or something. Or is it like sink water? Like what is wastewater? No, I think they're they're using sewage and they're cleaning it to a degree that's so clean that they can use it to actually brew beer with. It's genius, man. Yeah, like it's... uh, it would sound disgusting, but this water's cleaner than the water that's coming out of your tap. So it's it's really yeah. not as bad as it sounds. They're just using a procedure it that purifies it. I, I don't know. Of course, right? Yeah, like it doesn't really... Boil, I'm saying in the process of making the beer. Like boil it down and bacteria, filter it. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, And it says, yeah, treat, like Avery Brewing, which is also in Boulder, Colorado. So I gather it's like a Colorado thing being there in the mountains, and it probably makes sense. So essentially, you're 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 drinking your neighbor's shit, but it's in beer form so. with some hops. Yeah, and some hops. Chuck some hops in there, you know. Yeah, which is a very interesting thing. Like you said, like up front, it sounds disgusting, just like that rogue beer, a beard. Right, that was an interesting one thing. too. Yeah, like that's crazy. Explain that a little bit. That was, oh, if uh, anyone hasn't heard, like the brewmaster of Rogue, I forgot his name. It's probably John something, if I'm not mistaken. John Smith. All brewmasters, yeah, are called John, John, yeah, generally. John. Um, they took a clipping from his beard because he's a 
beard, his brewmaster, of course, right. he has a beard. Of course, of course. Has a beard. And they, they took that, of course. Yeah. And they sent it to a yeast maker, and they actually took a strand of yeast from. They created. They, no, they took just it like from a wild strand of yeast that had li- like landed his, his beard. Everyone being, has guess, yeast on their body. It's yes. just you know bacteria and yeast and, and stuff. And he has more because he's right. He's always around. Right. And they took that and they created a strain of yeast and they brewed beer with that yeast. They now, cultivated it and then they used that yeast to make a brew yeah. and they, they essentially drank his beard. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no physical beard in the beer. Most right. people think that's, you know, like chopped up his beard and fucking like boiled it up and fermented yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. It's not that bad. It's <laughs> like he extracted that shit. And that is fascinating to me. I think that's that, really that cool. sort of creativity, like, you know, you say what you like about Rogue. I think they're fantastic. Oh, yeah. They're always on the with, cutting edge with their... Always. Uh, yeah. That Sriracha. I actually watched another beer video the other day. These dudes reviewing the Sriracha Ale. They were saying how disgusting it was, but they made a fucking sriracha. That's cool. Yeah, they you know they do the rogue farms with the full organic. They grow all their stuff. They grow their hops and their barley and their like every element of That's the beer cool. all comes That's... from their own farm, and that is so cool. I to like me. that stuff. So yeah. cool. Um, so I fucked with rogue. Anyway, so the wastewater beer is the first trend. So they're basically saying that a, a lot of the other breweries, and it looks like the West Coast are starting it. Home brewers are trying it out too, and they're trying to um, you know start uh, taking more advantage of of using wastewater in their beers. To, you know, I guess it's like an environment thing. Uh, why not, right? If yeah, it's good and it try. doesn't affect the flavor and it's still a good thing, then it's not gonna I think it's sick. a cool idea. Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right, what's next? That was the first one. The next one is can growlers, which they call... Can growlers, okay. Crowlers. Crowlers, okay. Now, this is the coolest fucking idea, man. So, that you know, that you know if you've, you've, um, in Australia, we used to go to this place called You Brew It. And it was like the halfway between like brewing, you know, getting your homebrew stuff. You go to a place, you choose off a list. I want to make a beer that tastes like Corona. And you go and they've got all the ingredients. You pick it up and then someone helps you brew it. Right. But You come what, back, it's done and bottled. And, uh, no, you, you, you bottle you it bottle yourself. It. Okay. You come back in like two weeks. It's the exact same thing. You sit there. Like we got it for dad for his birthday and surprised him one time and he lost his mind. It was awesome. Shout out so, to Bruce. Shout out to Bruce. And uh, he, so basically, you come back a couple of weeks and you can can it or you can bottle it. Okay. And when you can it, like I know, I guess I'm explaining the can machine. It's yeah. not even that. It's not really that big. Right. And it's synced up to the the fucking uh, the keg or whatever it is that they're holding the bucket that's got all the beer in it, and it sort of runs it through and carbonates it, sort of force carbonates, right. it, I believe, yep. through. Like it's like you're pouring a keg into the can, and then you, you spins oh, really? around. You it actually seals, seal okay. the can. Cool. And uh, you do it. You do the whole process yourself. You got the whole like pallet of empty cans. You just pick it up, pop it in there, bang bang. So the they have that machine in a bar. So instead of getting a, a, a growler with a like a what do they call the plastic suction lids and yeah, stuff, right. which have a shelf life of what five days, three to five if days. If that, I mean, it, you should drink it in like two to three days, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, it's going to go flat or not taste as fresh as initially would. This beer is so good. Sorry. Yeah, it's tasty. Um, now they do that shit. And apparently, they're saying so, here it's like they do it in front of you. Right, they're pouring the draft into the can and yeah. sealing it in front of you. In so front of you, and it's, it's not going to last as much as a can you were buying off the shelf. But, but it's going to last a lot longer than the growler would. Exactly. And, it, you, and then you've got, on top of that, like all the things on draft that they're not bottling. Right. Or now, all now of a sudden it is. Can. Yeah. And they're 32 ounce cans, which is like, uh, you know, like. 500 mils? Is it? I don't, I don't know. know. I'm just guessing. Hang on. 12 uh, ounces is a regular like 330. That's Aussie maths, mate. Is it, yeah. I don't even know. Whatever. 32 <laughs> ounces is pretty big. Yeah. I think it's a decent sized can. Yeah. That looks pretty big anyway. So it's probably bigger than a tall boy. Yeah. Well, that, that's cool. I mean. Like one of those like cheap ass fucking Budweiser ones you can get right, in the depths right, right, and stuff right. like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, I reckon this is the coolest idea, and I think it'd be like you know it'd be a mild expense for the uh, for the brewery up front, but I think the amount of business they could get for oh, takeout. Imagine, okay, dudes like us when we were talking last episode about the beer trips. A lot of the places we mainly because we were trying to maximize our time and get as many beers. It was cool to drink them there, but 
to be honest, I would have preferred to take them all home. Like take one of each yeah. home. I know it was cool to drink just because in the in the there's so many of, to try, right? You, you yeah, because I would spend an hour there. You can't have six or eight beers while you're sitting there. You're gonna get wasted, yeah, right? It's so too much, right? And one of you to drive. go. And yeah, exactly. So if we could, if they had that thing, that machine, even if it was a smaller can, it doesn't always have to be a big dog. That would be really cool to be like, all right, cool, and just write in a marker yeah, on I think what it great. is or a sticker and like. I think bang, you're bang, gonna bang. start seeing those in every brew pub, man. Because oh, that's, yeah. that's big business. I mean, a lot of the brew pubs I go to have little bottle shops and uh, they sell growlers, but this just makes it uh, so much easier, more convenient. Oh, it's so cool, and it's. It says that Oscar Blues invented it. So Oscar Blues, actually, this guy right here, the Dale Pale Ale. Sick. Okay, Dale's I haven't had that. Yeah, my boy Phil, Phil from Brewheads, brought it up for me from uh, fucking Phoenix. But it's like uh, I've seen it everywhere on Instagram. All the American beer dudes. Colorado like, makes fantastic beer. Don't we they? have to do it. Yeah, somewhere. we have to. Go That's Colorado. where they have the the. Uh, I said the Great American Beer Festival. It's like the biggest. Oh wow. Beer festival in the world. Done. Or at least America. So Crowlers, very very cool. Yeah. All right. Next craft lagers. So these bad boys uh, are becoming like a new new trend. The man they mentioned here is, uh, did you hear about that beer camp thing? Sierra Nevada no. ran it? So I don't know a ton about it. Um, there was one point where they, I think they basically got a whole bunch of brewers to collab on all different beers. So it was Sierra Nevada kind of like spearheaded it. And then all a lot of other breweries came in and they brewed a whole bunch of different shit. And I think now like lagers are the, mo- the least... Are the style that's least associated with craft, right? Beer, right? No one really makes craft lagers up until now. Like it, before, yeah. it was all about the the biggest, hoppiest ale or the you know the strongest Russian imperial stout. But I like this idea because it's a great gateway for people who don't drink good craft beer to start on craft beer. Absolutely. And if you're going, I guess it's just like instead of being that adjunct filled garbage, right? That's that that's the problem headache. with right. That's the problem with these these big beers, the macro lagers that we drink. Are uh, I mean, there's. There's rice hulls and uh, flaked corn and things yeah. like this that aren't as expensive for these brewers to to make the beer. So uh, essentially, it tastes cheaper because it is cheaper, right? Yeah, hundred like, percent. And uh, so now, like you know, that's becoming a thing. People are really interested in craft lagers, and like you said, it's a perfect gateway beer to to real craft beer. Like you don't always, uh, you know, you can't throw an IPA like a double IPA at someone who's been right, drinking paps for exactly. It's like, going to be way like, too much. To spit that out. Yeah, exactly. So this is a real nice way, and I think it's very cool. Like. For summer, particularly with summer coming up, like all winter, like I wasn't interested in lagers at all, but now it's coming up and it's patio weather. I would much prefer to be drinking a nice, you know, like like you said, we couldn't really session this IPA, the, right. the Castor right here, because it's just, it's too much. But Well, I see, I see uh, Sierra Nevada's hoppy lager. Like that's great to introduce hops to your palate. Like I, I love hoppy beers and I like lagers too, but it would be nice to kind of, you know, have a little bit of hop flavor in your yeah. lager, not just that kind of, uh, you know, pissy corona flavor that yeah, uh, is associated with exactly yeah water. do you have a favorite uh, off the top of your head i know it's a tough question a favorite lager program. a favorite craft lager is there any one that you've had that you're like that was the shit you know it's been the longest time I, i've kind of stayed away from lagers just because there were so there was nothing to them they were just yeah. they all tasted exactly the same and from my experiences with three six uh, 365 days of beer uh generally my reviews went uh it's a lager. That was yeah, it. Like, the same it, 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 there's like, not much to say? say about it. There's yeah. not really a depth of profile of flavor there. Uh, but okay. now that these 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 uh, kind of craft com- uh, craft breweries are kind of doing the the, the lager thing, mm-hmm. uh, I off the top of my head, I mean, Muskoka craft lager is pretty good. Yes, uh, just smooth, easy drinking lager has a little bit of flavor to it. I like, uh, you know, not necessarily lagers, but I like like pilsners and kolsches and such mm-hmm. that have a little more to them uh, personally. Uh, but it, it's exciting to hear that now they're, uh, it's kind of becoming a trend, right? It'll, it'll yeah. be uh, 
there'll be more options out there when you go to your Very local so. bar or brew pub. So I hope I don't know if it's going to be ta- if it's currently taken off as much in Canada as it has in the states. It seems like uh, well, like usual, it always starts there starts and there filters and in. Yeah, exactly. So we're hoping we'll see more. The Canadian craft brewing scene is yeah. uh, on point right now. So I wouldn't be surprised if it starts. I think we're a little behind because it's maybe following still, but it'll probably get to a point where it'll really start innovating. Like craft, best craft lager probably is like Lug Trader, Lagered Ale. Oh, that's amazing. I didn't that's probably the, that. the best I, one. That's one of my uh, yeah, go-tos. Like go-to. Yeah, And I very much, Absolutely. now the Lug uh, we'll, actually, we'll probably drink that on uh, right, tomorrow. Right, in Montreal. Or in Quebec, Quebec now, right? now. Yeah. yeah, they actually had to buy a, um, a fucking warehouse to in Quebec to, to be able to open it here, which is crazy. That's just the law, but... Very cool to finally have an Ontario yeah. uh, brewery here, particularly one of the best ones. I'm extremely shouts to Bose. We were there last summer. We went to the brewery last summer, yes. and it was uh, they gave us it was a great experience. They gave gave us a tour, and we we sat out on their uh, patio on a nice sunny day and had mm-hmm. some beers. And there were uh, hop vines uh, growing Covenant. up the wall and everything. It was we beautiful. Plucked some fresh uh, hops, hops off there and chucked yep. it right in our beer, and uh, we had a grand old time. Hop garnishes, yeah. mate. It's the so way to go. Craft lagers. That's another try. Craft yeah. lagers, and okay. this. It actually says uh, it's called. Well, I would automatically call that goes beer, but it says here it's called goes. Yeah, it's a go- goza. 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 Goza, like it's a, yeah. Oh, German. German, right. exactly. It's a German style beer, right? Uh, similar to like a, a wheat or a, a wit style beer. Okay, but um, it's a bit sour. It's sour, and it also has a, a salty flavor to it. Interesting. So, where does that? Do they add salt? Like, where's so the they salt either it's either comes from the water itself or they add salt to it. Oh shit. Actually, on the Bose tip, uh, Bose does a uh, goza that's... What's that called? I know they have a Grandpa's Grandpa's goza, it's called. It's called Grandpa. Was it in one of their... um, It was in one of their taster packs. Yeah, Yeah, it was one of their four packs. I bought it. I actually really, really liked it. Um, What they did actually... So they gave you a little salt packet. They gave you this little... On the side? Cute little pouch on the side. Yeah? With some... uh, I believe it was sea salt in it. Uh, and what you did was you poured yourself your beer, you opened a little packet, and you poured the salt right into the beer. Jeez. And it just, it was really awesome. The, the, the sourness and the saltiness balance each other so well with the sweet style of the, the, of the, the wheat beer. Right. It was just such, like, I love that kind of uh, salty, sour, sweet play on uh, things. Why do they give it to you on the side and not pop it right in the beer in the first place? Is it like, That was something that a... actually they mentioned uh, when we did the, the brewery tour. Yeah. It had I, something to do with I think the... turn up that day. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Uh, the reason is, well, Bose is, as you know, is uh, Bose All Natural. They do a lot of, most of their beers uh, are organic. Mm-hmm. And there were some issues with the salt not being organic. So they actually had to put it on the side as opposed to actually putting it in the yes, beer. Yes, you are correct. So they can still call the beer organic. Right. And they just give you a little sachet of, satchel of, uh, of salt. On yeah, but it was really, it was just cool. It was fun. It's like, uh, you know. It makes the, the, the drinking experience more fun. You have your beer, you pour a nice beer, you pour the salt it in. It is kind of cool, eh? You add as much or as little as you want, and uh, yeah, like shouts to Bose. I love their beers. They're huge, man. But yeah, that's go, pretty cool. Goza, Goza beers are kind of coming up. They're becoming more popular, which is a good thing, I think, because they're, they're a fantastic beer uh, all year round. I'm, I don't recall off the top of my head having... I probably had one along the way, but now I'm extra excited to yeah. try that. That's fast. That's really, really cool. Yeah. Um, another one, Brett IPAs. The Brett in itself is very cool. I've had one main beer that was made with uh, Brett yeast, which the full word is, uh, it's like some, here we go, Brett, Brett Nomocytes, Brett, no, Brett Nomocytes, Nomocytes, <laughs> fuck, I can't even say it, man, whatever, Brett beers, um, <laughs> speak of Brouhaha, that place uh, I was telling you about in Montreal, we, when we did the Brewheads video, we had a, it was a Brett, um, a Cassis, sort of black, uh, black currant ale, yeah, 
um, with a few other things. It was gorgeous. It was so, so good. Um, one of the most interesting beer. No, and it was aged in like Pinot Noir barrels or something. Oh. And it was just fucking Is that stunning. the one I tried at the uh, the Blanche? Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, one. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah. I feel like the one that you had wasn't cold enough or wasn't fresh yeah, enough. Yeah, they kind of had it like uh, thrown on some ice. Like it, I think you have to have it. Uh, yeah, have it from the, the exactly. brewery and stuff. But that was so phenomenal. So I'm yeah. a huge fan of that. And now apparently like uh, the bread things are, are pretty uh, popping. Pretty popping. Yeah. Uh, they, it's called like wild yeats. So I think they just they, right. they produce a lot more interesting flavors that aren't normally seen because the yeast are generally for these you know eight yale is it similar uh, to like uh, like a saison or like a farmhouse ale type a thing, little or? Yeah, yeah it's a little tangy like yeah. i said i've only really had the one but there was definitely an out like tanginess and particularly with the the elements maybe a bit tanniny from the wine right. barrels and then the the fruitiness from the black currants um it was just one of my favorite i could just tell it was so well made yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, it was relatively high percent i think like maybe eight nine but it was just, it didn't taste like that, which I personally, I'm not a fan of the liquor flavor yeah. through beers. Um, but like, it was just so, so good. So I really want to try some more. I've never really seen them in bottles. The the picture here, it's got the evil twin one, which I've never had their stuff before because you can't fucking get them in Canada. Yeah. Um, it says, uh, yeah, it's, apparently that's becoming like a real, real thing. Um, and look, they're even doing like session ones as well. One in uh, Penrose in Illinois doing session Brett IPAs, which right. is even cool. So I gather that means it's introducing it as a mainstream thing. As soon as they do it sessionable, it means like, well, right. you know, they're doing it to the person who's just going out to, to drink all day rather than have a 10% craft beer or two. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I mean, I love new styles coming up. I mean, it's an older style, but to be repopularized and, uh, you know, back in popular culture, I'm, I'm about that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Very excited for that. Um, another one, marijuana inspired beers. Very cool, eh? Yeah. I know we've had, they've got Buzz. Yeah, Ontario. Buzz beer, yeah. That's, uh, you know, it's yeah, okay, no, no. I guess. But these, there's this one, this uh, brand, the Oscar Blues, the one we were just talking about. Right. I've seen this on Instagram a lot. People always have this one called Pinner, which is hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, and I guess being that uh, a lot of the, the states now are um, starting to legalize and decriminalize right. or whatever, it's becoming more of a thing that. You know, weed. more acceptable. So we were talking and, about earlier. We probably yeah. actually discussed that in one of the episodes. Like, weed and beer goes together so well. Right. Well, you think about it. The the actual hop plant and the hop flower is quite similar in relation to. No, they are. They're in the same family. Yes, exactly. Right? That's what I'm saying. So, it, it's only a matter of time before you put the two together. Absolutely. Right? So, so now they they're brewing it. Uh, with you know the pinner, which is you know referring to a small joint for those who aren't uh, weed inclined. Um, and uh, I saw the, yeah, they, the they brewed one with. Um, Hemp, hemp seeds that's sick hemp seeds and uh the the tap handle is a bong <laughs> yeah that's so fucking cool yeah. uh and It'd be other, interesting if it was an actual functional bong that would be even better you, you take a hit have you out, seen them yeah oh thing. i didn't see that the video horrible. no that yeah that looks like not fun like at you're, all you're pulling the, the pipe it, it's a beer bong essentially while you're you're taking a hit off a split yeah, it's almost like you drink oh, while chugging a beer it's that. like yeah it just like ruin you the whole thing and put bubbles yeah, in it even if you do finish it you're barfing everywhere yeah, after so uh, what's the point it's for 18 year olds college kids let's let's sip our delicious craft beer yeah, not trying to we grow slam it back our throats can you imagine if we were 18 and getting into craft beer like we would have like oh god we'd be dead we would be dead we'd be dead drinking 10 percent fucking imperial yeah. stouts and shit yeah. like vomiting everywhere fuck um and um, i really like that one of my favorite things as well by the way is when they ha- refer they they dis- um describe hops like they describe weed like there's they actually got a beer here called yeah. dank and sticky i love Absolutely. it dank is such a cool fucking word yeah to me. i is. love it yeah and to describe the hoppy the hops is that like a hoppy beer oh it's beautiful. the same way we describe yeah like a, like a good fucking bud mate bud skis bud skis and the last one is session IPAs, which is very, very cool. Particularly IPA is my personal favorite beer uh, style. I'm assuming it's yours as well, or not really? 
Uh, or it used to be. It it used, yeah, do you know what? I'm one of those guys that's always changing for me, mm-hmm. depending on the season, depending on my mood. Uh, absolutely, it's always in the mix. I love IPAs. I love hops. Um, How do you feel about the sessions? Session IPAs. Fantastically. Yeah. It's because like we're drinking uh, uh, an IPA right now, and it's fantastic. It's delicious. It's bitter. It's borderline um, sessionable. It's a little higher. No, it's not sessionable is what I'm saying. Right. It, it's, but it's, it's, not too, it's not like it's 9% or nothing. No, it's, but this isn't a beer. This is a beer I'll have a couple, and I'll be fine with. Uh, the great thing about session is you can, you can sit on a patio and, and drink a handful of them with your buddies and, uh, you know, not be smashed off it, but still be getting that fantastic beer flavor that you want from craft beer. Right. And uh, yeah, I think it's a, it's a win. I mean, it's like same idea as like the craft lager. It's introducing so you kind got the of flavor. You can keep the flavor all day without being like slaughtered on the floor after exactly. a few hours of, uh, of crashing beers. Yeah. Um, the examples they gave the founders one all day IPA, which we only that remember the one time we could get the the four packs of founders here yes, and LCBO yes, and yeah, 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 yeah. like the breakfast, breakfast out and yeah. a few others. Yeah. But this is something cool. I really hope more. Is there any Canadian ones? Yes. By the way, just otherwise just hoping for this to come in. I can't think off the top of my head unless you count like the Mad Tom, but even that's like six percent. No, Mad Tom's strong. Uh, um, there are a few. The I Detour. Just- Detour, no, it's, it's stronger, regular percent, right? yeah. Uh, I guess it would be labeled as a session. See, the point is we can't think of one off the top of our heads. I think That's one of my a... favorite, uh, it's not Canadian, but uh, Goose Island does a fantastic session IPA. I can't remember the name of it. We should be uh, researching these things. But, yeah. But uh, I remember having it when I was in, uh, Chicago, in Chicago, and it was just unbelievable. Like, it was so good so flavorful I don't remember but not overwhelming at all like just that's beautiful yeah. even though uh, that's probably something else we're going to discuss is the big beer uh, buying out the the craft breweries and stuff because right, AB a- and Bev brought uh, Goose Island whatever a couple years back right. which is good for their distribution but bad because then these can't own it um, but yeah it's uh, very very cool the, the, the fact that IPAs now are you know one of the, the best sides of the hipster revolution or whatever you want to call it, the hipster interest in craft beer is that um you know we now have uh more ipas available people are wanting it people know what an ipa is like you know it's a it's a common thing um yeah you gotta introduce people to ipas right totally like, oh that's actually good there's a bunch in uh in quebec the sessionable ipa from um le trois mosquetaires which is from here yeah i've never seen it to be no, okay. honest it could be relatively new um, there's another one from Charlevoix, uh, a Pacific Jade Sessionable IPA. Um, We're going to have to go and find these, aren't we? Yeah. Oh, they got a Pit Caribou Brett Session IPA. Oh, my Get. God. Oh, I have had this one, the Le Castor Session one. Yeah, we're so the same Le one. Castor right there's now. A, there's so a Sessionable session IPA. Okay. I do recall that, but this one is better. I have had that session, and it's fucking fantastic. Great. I'm glad you looked this up. We'll check it out. We'll hit up a dip and uh, grab that, and we'll grab one for one of the other episodes, I think. Um, that'd be cool to have the Session one. Probably about to knock out a few. Fucking oath. I am not scared. I didn't think you were. You look a scared kind of guy. So that was the, the, the uh, spring trends. Right. And that was kind of what we wanted to cover today. Like we said, we want to keep the episodes uh, around this time, around the commute length. So, um, yo, I'm excited for spring. What can I Absolutely. say? Absolutely. A lot of cool shit coming. And let's hope that it, uh, it goes beyond just the States. It hits up for the folks in Europe, for the folks in Australia. Um, you know, and of course up north, just over the invisible line, mm-hmm. where it seems it's uh, just invisible borders, mate. That's all it's it all, is. That's all they need. Just, to, just yeah. jump it over, mate. Just yeah. come on, yeah. come here. We want the crawlers. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, I want a fucking crawler, mate. 
Let's so, finish this um, beer off, man. And, we'll uh, knock it over. Yeah, man. Yeah. So uh, once again, just shouting out the sponsors. We've got thebrewheads.com. Make sure you put in the uh, coupon code BAOS for beer and other shit. You get 10% off all, the, all your gear there at the Brewheads. Say get a to fill for us. We've got Original Gentleman, plural, gentle, M-E-N, dot C-A for all your beard and uh, facial hair maintenance needs from brushes to oils to shampoos you know what he said to me don't scratch your beard like that because when you scratch it, it it's because the this the hairs are irritating the skin or something and when you scratch the it it kind of opens the skin oh, or something okay. and it makes it more itchy it's right they were like you're supposed to pat it down mm. i was like all right fuck let's bro. pat each other's beards after this i think we should okay mm. <laughs> and when you check out originalgentleman.ca, make sure you put the code BEER. You get 10% off all that shit, everything you get. And uh, lastly, themovementfam.com for its uh, independent record label. Check out that shit for Dope Ass Hip Hop and, of course, the Brewheads theme song that you heard at the start. And lastly, highseasoncode.com, social media. You want to get your game on point? Holla at us. Yeah. So highseasoncode.com. So, yeah. All right, Scotty, another good one. Guys, thank you for joining us. Catch accounts. Catch accounts.